0: Episode 146, you're listening to the one and only perennial un- perennially underrated sportive podcast. I'm Poochie, and with me is John. Hi, John. Hi, hey, Brandon. And Clarence. What's up, fuckers? So we're missing Stu tonight. Uh, he is in bed with a throat ouchie, a voice ouchie. Which is a shame. He had some hot takes that he was ready to impart, but it's not going to happen. So we're very sorry and we're sad to hear everybody who tuned in just to hear Stu go.
2: They were, we're all related to dormitories on the St. Cloud State campus anyway, so we can do without them.
0: Yes, very true. So on the docket tonight, we want to talk football, as we do. Got to get our pigskin talk in, most likely the Vikings. Uh, and then United, we hear that there's some news, I think. John, is that right? Or you just wanted to I talk? I just about want to it?
2: talk United. It's okay. soccer season. Let's That's go. That's fine.
0: Uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves. I believe we have an opinion on Beyonce, which should be pretty easy. She's amazing, but we'll get to that later. And then uh, yeah. I'm going to round up a weekend I had in J-hole is what I call it. Jackson Hole. <laughs> but we're going to start all of that. And again, I apologized already about people who tuned into Here's Stu. i I'm going to apologize for a second time now because we're going to start this by talking hockey. How dare you? Specifically the Minnesota Wild. Uh John, wait a minute, not John. Clarence, is not ambival- ambivalence- you the- <laughs> Is ambivalence the word? Is that the watchword for this team?
1: I am ambivalent. I don't care if they win or lose uh, until Mike Yo is fired for healthy scratching Jason Zucker or I receive a formal written apology.
2: I don't um, think yeah. it's enough for it to be written. I think calligraphy is important. They don't, I don't, you know. Some sort of engraving? I, he, he doesn't Canadian, ask for much, John. If you can write, I'll
1: be, that's, <laughs> Canadians <laughs> that's, writing normally <laughs> is like you and I doing calligraphy. <laughs> so I'll take a written apology. We're grading Until the then, I, don't, I mean, I am apathetic. I, I do not care about them at all.
0: So this Jason Zucker benching happened since we recorded the last episode I believe and it's the sense I'm getting is that Clarence you're the most upset of all fans. So can you can you state your mm-hmm. case of why that's such a a terrible thing? Hmm.
1: He uh, is not the problem, he is a young player that Yo has picked on since he arrived, and continues to continues to misuse him. Um,
2: he, he provides something the Wild need desperately that almost no one else in their lineup does provide.
0: Okay, so he's not Anthony Slama, but he's somebody that one of those younger guys at Guardy. Oh, he's Jason Bartlett.
2: No, he's not. No, he. Well, he's not Jason he, Bartlett. He's like
0: first version of Jason Bartlett when he was young, and for some reason Guardy kept saying he wasn't very good, and he was
1: far better than anyone else. And yeah, and Gardy would throw out.
2: I'll give, you uh, a punto. I'll give you another comparison. I'll give you another comparison, Brandy. You remember when Kurt Ramis was coaching the Wolves? Oh my god! And like Kevin Love's rookie year when he was clearly the best player on the team, Oh, Brandis would be like even better. You know what? He just isn't learning how to play the game. I'm going to bench Kevin Love. The whole team would be terrible. It'd be like, you know, how we're going to fix this? Kevin Love's going to sit the second half. He
0: told him to right. stop shooting threes. Yeah. Stop doing what can you're great have,
1: at. You know, Kevin Love has a had a touch of, um, oh, I I don't want to say prima donna. What would it be that? He,
0: I, think he can can he work, I think you can go a there. I think go there
1: A work ethic deal. I, I don't know if Kevin Love had a work ethic deal. Um. Zucker, that's not him. He's the effort is there every night. Um, he hasn't scored a lot of goals, but the whole entire team <laughs> has. You know, somebody on
2: uh, he whole team.
1: Somebody tweeted out, "Well, Zucker's only had only had five goals in the last twenty something games." So right. I went back and looked it up, and five goals in the last twenty whatever games was like fourth on the team. It was still it sounded bad, yeah. but still it was. Far more productive than, at that time, Koivu hadn't scored in 2016. I mean, now, they gave him a goal here the other night when Dumba punched <laughs> it in,
2: and Koivu was, like, in the neighborhood. It was basically <laughs> underneath Dumba, and Koivu shoved both Dumba and the puck into the goal. Like, so that's, uh, the that's
1: your that's your one goal in 2016. Pollenville has scored, like, one goal in the last...
2: I know, like, Two years.
1: 500 yeah. games, yeah, it's... in. Potmanville is on the power play, out there in overtime, on the second line, oh. and is a corpse. He is a shell. And meanwhile, Zucker is either scratched or on the fourth line playing eight minutes a game.
0: So the argument is not that Zucker is unbelievable. He's just not the problem, for sure. Yeah. Right? That's it. It so, would be like. Oh, go ahead. What was. I. You know, obviously, didn't read any quotes from him or anything. Did he come out and say any reason? Besides, I mean, you don't want to throw your players under the bus in a different way than just gotta give them a rest. But so he didn't come out and say like he's not hustling or he's not. Oh, he did or that, right? He oh, wasn't he
2: being defensively responsible.
0: Defensively responsible.
2: The Wild at that point had scored one goal in the last twenty-five games, <laughs> but he was very worried about their defensive responsibility. And the frustrating
1: thing is. Now, I, I took my son to the game on Tuesday, and I got to watch in person, and, and watching a hockey game in person is, in my opinion, it's entirely different than watching on television. You, I'm watching the game right now on TV, and you get to see one quarter of the ice, You get yep. the most, a third at the very most. You can't see everything that's going on. You can't see the positioning. You can't see who's hustling behind the play, but I made a conscious effort to watch a Pominville and koivu and even vanik
0: you're Uh trying out for the coach once yo gets fired you you're expecting a call and you want to be able to know hey look (laughs) i know beyond the box score
1: defensive responsibility and how are these guys doing out there and what you can see is you know i now koivu i'm not his biggest fan but I will give him the benefit of the, of the doubt. Apparently he's hurt. But Tuesday night, he was he, he was he was cheating all the time. He would hook. I mean, he got called for it one, one time. The guy, the guy on the other team, the Dallas guy, was entering the zone, and it, rather than moving his feet, Koivu hooked him to try to gain the advantage. What you're supposed to do is try to outskate the guy. Instead, Koivu just went for you know, a water skate hooked him around the waist and went. the ride got called for for hooking i get it but it was getting old that's what old people do but that's not defensively responsible and he was caught out of position like three or four other times that i noticed now again Koibu is old and he's probably hurt but that doesn't take away the fact that he was being defensively irresponsible now will there be any ramifications for that no, he, he started first line, taking the face off in overtime. There were zero ramifications for that. So Pommetville, watching him out there, oh, my God, it, I, it's so much worse than I thought. He has no speed. He has no strength. The things that you watch for in hockey, you know, the, the things that, you know, the cliché that don't show up in a box score. Yeah, You watch, uh, hockey's all about transitions. We talked about this before.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: One team has the puck, and then the other team gets the puck, and that's how goals happen. Now, when we we just kind of flippantly say that one team gets the puck, the other team gets the puck. How it happens is you lose battles. Puck goes into the corner. Two guys that go into the corner, one of them's going to come out with it. Pommelville didn't win one battle all night long. He can't. His hands are gone. His feet are gone. His strength is gone.
0: And is all because of age or injuries?
1: His confidence is gone. I don't know. I, I don't have a clue. What I, I don't know why. I don't have an answer for why. But what I do know is what I see out there is that he can't win any position battle. He can't win any puck battle. Whether it's through lack of effort or just lack of talent, I don't know. But he, he didn't win any of them. It's really bad. And yet he gets a ton of minutes, both on the power play and just five on five. So when they want to talk about defensive responsibility, when he gives up so many turnovers, that's not defensively responsible. So what are we talking about here? He's slow, unskilled, and defensively irresponsible. And yet he gets almost as many minutes as any forward on the team. So what are we talking about here? The reason that he gets to is because he's a veteran, and that's it. And he makes a ton of money.
0: Um, I think so. He's a veteran. Uh, yeah, I guess he makes money. It's kind of the same thing, right? He's an established old In guy, a way, yeah. And that's and that's the answer. That's all it is. It's
1: well, I, or he's got pictures. Or he's I got, don't know. Put, what yep. Tell me.
0: Yep. I mean, we typically end up thinking that the majority of decisions in this town are made because somebody has pictures of somebody else. (laughs) I mean... Well,
1: and I've been screaming about, Yo's veteran succulpancy for three years now. And, you know, three years ago, I kind of got laughed at or whatever, and Russo gave me a lot of shit online for it. You don't know what you're talking about. You have no clue. And now it's kind of like a, like, it's just a noted, like, oh, well, we just know that Yo defers to the veterans. And the argument has shifted from does it exist to is it a good idea? Now it's just kind of given that it exists. Right. The conversation has shifted to, well, is it okay that he...
0: It's a given at this point.
1: It's a given, but now it's more is it okay that he defers to veterans should he instead defer to some younger players?
0: I've said it before, and I'll say it again, the thing for any new listeners to know about us is we are four drunk idiots who don't understand technology, but we happen to be right about everything.
1: I'm frustrated. So I would be far more frustra- frustrated, though, if I cared. And I'm done caring until he's gone.
0: You're frustrated that you don't care.
1: It, I, I, that's a great way of putting it. Yes. I'm frustrated that this is where I am. Yeah. Now, Zucker just put one into the crease. And who was it that missed an open net? I've got to go back to tie the game.
0: Pominville. Zucker
1: made the play to put it in the blue paint. It's sitting there. And Vanek whiffed on it.
0: So you are ambivalent. And the only. I know you, you've explained what might pull you out of that. But what about one of those random, like, nine game win streaks?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Is it once been, twice shy with those?
1: I've thought about it. Like, okay, what will I do if they come back? And they, no.
0: nope. So you have a you got a, you have a, a patented clearance stake in the ground. I do. So this is this isn't going to crack top five for you, I'm guessing, but it's it's a thing.
1: I challenge anyone in Minnesota to be more German than I am, <laughs> the, and not be from Germany. My German <laughs> roots run deep. And with that come good things and bad things, but one of those things is stubbornness. And uh, here we are.
0: Yes. Okay. Well, I'm sorry to uh, hear that. It's a bummer.
1: I I did want to point out one last thing that I saw live from the the game on Tuesday that I thought was kind of funny. Uh, They're on the power play, and Vanek is playing left wing. Pollenville is at left D at the point. They're down in the uh, other team. They're in their offensive zone. So the other team, in front of the other team's net, the puck's about to drop, and Vanek's playing left wing. He points to Pommonville and tells Pommonville to move over. You know, you can see what's going on. You can see Vanek pointing at Pommonville, telling him to move to the top of the circle. Pommonville's at the blue line. Vanek's saying, hey, the center, I, I don't remember if it, was, it must have been Grandman. He's going to pass to me off the face-off, and then I'm going to pass to you here, so you need to be standing over here. And he keeps pointing over there and Pomondville's just staring at him. <laughs> and and's like you can see Vanek you know he's crouched down Vanek kind of comes out of his crouch stands up and he's like pointing <laughs> go stand over there you stupid frog and Pommerville just stares at him and finally Vanek just shakes his head and goes back into his crouch and they drop the puck and Pomondville never did move Grand lost the face off and it didn't it didn't matter I was praying that the, they'd win the face off just to see what exactly Vanek would do but but it, it didn't happen so I thought that was kind of odd like is that just a common thing with these guys or like do they hate each other or I don't know I've so ever seen it so stupid that
0: he like that. can't uh, doesn't understand regularly
1: like he didn't <laughs> say shake his head and go no I'm going to stay here because you know I'm moving his hand he just stood there and stared
0: at him like, like no no good, okay. good idea but I'm going to do this <laughs> I can see that, like, no, he just stood there and just <laughs> stared at him,
1: and Vanek's like, just shaking his
0: head,
1: I'm okay. like, "Am I invisible or okay. what the hell is going on here?" Yeah. So I don't know. It spoke to me, like, me. I don't want to read too much into it, but you tell me, am I? Cr- I thought that was really kind of weird. Like,
0: they that is don't weird. Like each other. Oh, it's fucked up, is what it is. Uh, he sounds like a real dummy. So, looking back. I don't know, a month ago, six weeks ago, before this slide happened, your big thing was this is one of the most talented teams or one of the best teams that they've had in maybe the franchise history. I know there's been a couple other good teams, but something like that, right? Mm-hmm. What the hell has happened from then until now? Besides just they, they've just been losing. Like, it's the same guys. There's no injuries, right, that we can blame. Is it just now you're thinking back and going, it was just a f- – they were – them being that good was a fluke. And this is the real thing. That's what – that's John's
1: theory. I know that's John's theory. Yeah, um, yeah. They, they just stopped scoring, and John would say they were that's regressing to the mean.
0: Yep, yep. But
1: they just stopped scoring.
0: Okay, so defensively they've been kind of what they are, and all of a sudden – and John's point of view, and uh, it's funny – I'm looking at the uh, show prep agenda. John actually had to step out for a few minutes, which is—I don't know if you realize—he hasn't been talking for a while. Uh, I realize. That. Yeah, he's just. That maybe he's mad at me. No, I think he probably is mad at you, but he uh, just said, "Hey, I'll be back." Um, he, but he had—he said he wanted to talk about a wild theory, and that's probably what his wild theory was, right? Like this team was has been shitty for a long time, and it was just covered up because. They were scoring on not enough good shots, and that's not going to hold up throughout the year.
1: I, you know, I was. He said it's a crazy theory that he's got. I was hoping it was something a little bit more seductive than that. A little bit yeah, it's more. It's kind of boring. He, like, he
0: wouldn't. He wouldn't I think up the
1: that they're all banging each other's wives or something. i Let me tell you, <laughs> I was at Manning's and I saw. <laughs> I saw a lot, like this deep. <laughs> Knuckles deep in Prosser's wife, and I was like, "Wait a second, that's what I was hoping was going on." But I don't know. We'll leave it up
0: to John. Today. Oh God damn it! I would love if that's how he just brings out. That's the what I'm hoping for. Finally, Rated R or Rated X, John comes out. We've been hoping for it for years. <laughs> just unleashes a torrent Tonight's of disgust
1: night. Tonight's the night, or he's just. That is a very
0: common, and it might be be just basketball, because it's really all I've been paying attention to uh, in the past couple of years. It, that does come up a lot of, like, this guy banged this guy's ex-girlfriend well, or ex-wife. Like, or, what,
1: five episodes ago, that's why uh, Healy had to leave Ottawa, because he, he was banging somebody's wife. Yep. Banging yeah. one of his teammates' wife.
0: Derek Fisher, the Knicks ex-coach, was banging some other player's ex-wife, <laughs> and the guy, like, came to his house to attack him or something and yeah the best was the swap that happened in the 70s with the, was it was a yankees players to uh yeah. two players Stu knows all about
1: the details he could tell you Stu's good for telling you the exact names and oh he knows exactly what's going
0: on there's nobody better trivia of like the no nobody the off kilter sports stories of the 70s and 80s Stu has every goddamn detail
1: oh locked that down was and ready to filter. Filter. yeah he, he was his wife's wife's name was
0: Debbie uh, Dog's <laughs> name was Fido And uh, Just loved 69ing That was kind of their deal And the other two didn't There was They were they playing the
1: Tigers 76 <laughs> I believe it was
0: Ron Davis was involved somehow <laughs> He fucking blew it uh, No they swapped And then one of them uh, One of the couples Was married for like the next 30 years just married forever. Like, they were soulmates. They were just married to the wrong person. Mm-hmm. And the other one broke up after, like, three months. So it was clearly just, like, one guy and one, one husband and one wife were just fucking crazy wild card druggies. And the okay. other two were regular, and they'd get together, the four of them, and two of them would probably just fucking pass out because they have all the drugs and whatever else. And the sure. other two were like, God, what are we doing with these idiots? hmm And that's how it worked out, you know.
1: They just looked at each other. say. Hey.
0: Wait a second. Hmm, I already know you. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's We're already here. Yeah, yeah.
1: I already got the pass to the stadium.
0: (laughs) No transfer needed. Uh, Yeah, so that's a heartwarming tale. Unless you're the divorced couple now. Then it's not so Um, much.
1: But if you're you're a drug addict, do you really like to divorce? That's just kind of like a small speed bump. It's just... Another day of doing drugs.
0: It's a blip in the road. It's a a blip in the road. That's not a thing, is it? It's a blip blip. in the road. Well, a blip. Blip? No, it's not. Nope. It's a minor blip. Nope. No, not a thing. Mm mm. Those are not on roads. That's a. (laughs) That's the verdict. (laughs) There are no blips. There's remember. bumps on the road yeah. and there's blips. On and I'm trying to think of what the blip would be. On the radar? It's a it's a bump on the, the radar. radar. It's a bump on the radar is what I'm trying to say. It's a blip <laughs> in the road and a bump on the radar for druggies. Yeah, I think they're married to drugs. Isn't that the... Yes. It's kind of the saying. Um, getting back to the wild, do you want to guess their playoff percentage as predicted by hockey reference? We do this every week.
1: Mm, I will say... What is that so is it accounting for their loss tonight?
0: Uh I don't believe so. Not
1: that it matters. It doesn't matter. I have no
0: idea Is the game over? Did they lose?
1: Uh, there's three seconds left. they lose they just scored a goal with three seconds left to make it a one goal game. So oh. unless some remarkable miracle happens where they score with three point six seconds left.
0: That would be a record. Isn't it like that six would be, seconds. Well, it wouldn't
1: be a record, but it would be pretty from that
0: record with a goalie in the net from a center ice oh, drop. Oh, with right? a goalie
1: in the net, yeah, that'd have to be a record.
0: Yes, yes. it would. So, uh,
1: I would say the percentage would be. 50, Remember, numbers
0: aren't ambivalent.
1: Fifty-two
0: percent. Forty-three. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah. looking back from last week, this is just this is just weird again. Obviously Dallas and Chicago are both at a hundred percent. Nobody with what they have right now has ever missed the playoffs. And St. Louis is at ninety seven percent. So it's between Nashville, Colorado, and Minnesota. Nashville's fifty three, Colorado's forty three, Minnesota's forty
1: three. Hmm. And Colorado won tonight and Minnesota lost, so now it's probably what would you say each each time something like that happens? It's uh, what Colorado gains two,
0: something or like that. I mean, there's lose? 82 games, and each so each game you'd think would be more than one percent swing between the yeah, two of them. So
1: slightly more than one, so yeah. one or two. Okay.
0: Yeah, exactly. So it seems like all that ri- the games against Nashville and Colorado are a million times more important than every other game. Do they mm-hmm. play these guys a bunch more? uh for the rest of the i
1: would have to look i i know they play colorado again i don't know about Nashville. i yes i'd have to imagine they play at least once if not more
0: i think our listeners I, would appreciate if you just like set your phone down and go into the office and pull your computer up and then get the specific dates and i'll just i'll just wait we'll just sit here and wait and- <laughs> I am, and then come uh, back, because we don't want yeah, the to ask them to...
1: Under a blanket, <laughs> uh, there's no chance I'm getting up for really anything.
0: Let me ask, uh, Afghan, blanket? What, what kind of what kind of blanket are you rocking?
1: Afghan. No, I don't know.
2: Afghan's the knitted I'm gonna, I'm thing. I'm going to go ahead
1: and, and admit, I don't know what an Afghan... I know that an Afghan's a blanket. I don't know what makes it an
0: Afghan. I think an Afghan is... Uh, and I'm, I'm glad this is a perfect transition, because my next thing on the on the uh, agenda here was uh, Afghan trivia. Oh, that's so it's perfect. Way. Yeah, it was just a random... I did not mean to ask it. I just... so crazy. Uh, I think an Afghan is got holes in it, like it's knitted, you know, so it's not a tight weave. There's holes. Oh. There's little... It's, nope. It's a little breathable.
1: Nope. The only hole on this couch is, is me. Eh? Hey. This blanket has, uh, has no holes in it. Okay. It a picture of a kitty cat on it.
0: Oh, of course. Oh. I mean, that was... That goes without saying.
1: <laughs> Two kitty cats. I'm looking at it. Wait, three, four. Wait, are those actual cats.
0: cats on you? Are you under a blanket of actual <laughs> kittens no. right now? Is this a no. is this a cry for help?
1: A cat has never been inside this house.
0: You're not a cat guy, is that right?
1: <laughs> mm, no, I don't dislike cats. I just am not. They don't do a lot for me.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't think that's their
1: different towards. I feel the same way about the wild as I do about cats.
0: Oh, oh, the shrug, fuck. shruggy guy. Oh, yep, the shruggy guy. Yeah, that's bad. Um, Whatever. So, did you want to talk more about like different types of blankets, mm-hmm. or should we?
1: Mm-hmm. No, I'm I'm good with the play, No,
0: I'm all out. I know. I kind of feel like we should probably wait for the other guys to be here. I don't want to drain this no, convo no. without those guys. It'd be kind of a dick move. It would. Be. We want him around for it. So listeners come back next week. We'd love to have you and we'll get into all the just varieties, optimal sizes. um, You know, should it be how insulated there's lots of stuff again. We'll just get back to it later. New game for you. If you want to transition to Vikings, our friend, John wanted to play a game that he's calling keeper toss Mm -hmm. uh, with players So you tell me your answer to the following players. And we can talk about other stuff after that if you'd like. Uh, Okay. Player number, did you have something before we played keep or toss?
1: I was going to ask John for clarification on this. It's hard to toss because to keep or toss, I don't know who the alternative is. You know, when you toss somebody, then I don't know who you're replacing him with. It's a difficult game to play.
0: All right. So I'm going to try to play so you won the $1.2 billion lottery a month ago. Mm-hmm. And your first move was to buy the Vikings mm-hmm. from Ziggy. And uh, he had a bunch of legal issues, you know, um, mafia stuff. So he was fine to sure. to sell them to you. Pretty realistic scenario. Your first move was obviously to uh, publicly... Uh, pants, Rick Spielman, and fire him.
1: Move one, Rick Spielman,
0: simultaneously. Fired. So he's your he's your immediate toss guy, and now you're I Rick Spielman. And uh, prime
1: time, I buy all the prime time slots. Mm-hmm. So it's like a presidential address, and I pull Rick yep. into the room and I fire him.
0: Yeah, pants down. Yeah. You do like you probably have some sort of like paintball gun. You know, you don't want to actually hurt him, but it'd be. You'd enjoy that
1: crackling fireplace, me <laughs> like a tasteful sweater in front of America. Afghan, <laughs> Afghan, on my shoulders. <laughs> yeah, Rick pants down, paintball gun, shoot him in the butt. Thump, thump, thump. My fellow Americans. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can probably imagine how I feel about this man standing in front of you, <laughs> ass naked, with paintball People welts all like, over him. San Diego, watching television. <laughs> what, the
1: right. f- what the hell are you and Rick Spielman? I
0: don't know what the is <laughs> going on. They probably just think it's another debate. Like, oh yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <It> does not even <laughs> crazier than everything else I've seen <laughs> recently. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, I guess Trump must have won. This <laughs> yeah. is really crazy. Talk
0: about Medicare. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. So you tossed him. Okay. Gloriously uh, I've, tossed I've, him, I, and your yeah. first order of business as the owner was like, I have a new GM that I've hired, and uh, it's me. I'm the new GM. It's Al Davis. So you've also got a few, uh, a few lackeys Around mm-hmm. As I'm as I'm sure you do I'm sure you've hired The three of us You got me John and Stu uh, In the office And we're basically Someone's got to clean the toilets We're your henchmen We're your yes men We'll do whatever you say So we come in And we've got our spreadsheets In front of us With our salary cap issues And we've got a big Are you
1: using these spreadsheets To clean the toilets? Because that's the only job <laughs> yeah, You yeah. three Are
0: kidding These spreadsheets Are in the form of uh, Rubber gloves that I use to really get in the crevices of, of the it most disgusting. Work, so, you
1: don't have to. <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: so we've got a, the, the salary cap figures in front of us and we've got a big whiteboard broken down uh, by position guys of like, these are free agents and got draft it. and yada, yada, yada. And we're just sitting in front of you and, and we're playing a game of keeper toss. Got So that's the game. All right. So you have alternatives or you can just say, getting the fuck out of my face. So, uh, m- uh, Master Clarence, I believe that's how you now want to be, Is it President Clarence, or
1: yeah, yeah. Don't look at me.
0: I'm oh, sorry, sir. I feel like I feel like a hunchback. Uh, Mike Wallace. Bye. Smell you later. Bye. Yes. As in good, ba- a bad bye, not a good bye.
1: I'm um, cut. What's the what key? Toss. That's the game. Keeper toss. Right. Just toss.
0: immediate toss. No. Uh, well, you know his agent no, said he'd be willing to no. come back for uh, eleven dollars.
1: No. no, you didn't work in this offense. Uh, you did not. Great guy. Apparently, good locker room guy.
0: Zim no no you-, you got
1: no vibe. Got no mojo. You got no. You got no moxie with uh, with Ted. Yeah. Ted's my guy. Smell you later. Hope to catch on somewhere. You're gone.
0: He's willing to work so cheap that I would actually pay for him out of my salary to clean nope. the toy. Nope. I just—he's gone. Feel like I could find somebody Eyes else to clean down. the toy. Eyes on the floor. <laughs> okay, sir. Uh, Phil Lode Holt. I think that's three names. Phil Lode Holt.
1: Can't stay healthy. Can't toss. He's
0: like thirty-two, thirty-one years old. Broke as. Nope. What, he break his leg in half or some weird shit this year?
1: Yeah, uh, I want Ted. So, all off-season moves are in the con- I am viewing in the context through the prism of, one, does the move wrap Ted in a warm, soft, protective cocoon. Cocoon. So that he can metamorphosize into a beautiful quarterback butterfly. Mm-hmm. Or does it provide him with weapons?
0: Weapons. You got to protect and weaponize. You are
1: a. You can run block just fine. You do fine. You can't stay healthy. And you do not pass block enough to wrap Ted in a warm, protective,
0: soft cocoon. And he. My sense is. 31 year olds who weigh 9,000 pounds don't age too gracefully.
1: (laughs) They are unlikely to.
0: I don't think I'm going to be describing any offensive lineman, not just Phil Lode Holt, as spry. Just in general. Mm -mm. An easy bounce back guy. He's not going to be a bounce back candidate. All right. Uh, Okay, so we've tossed now two players. We need to figure out what to do with those roster spots. We'll get. We'll get Stu on that. Uh, he's researching like his favorite concerts from 1984 at this point. But
1: uh, Watching Cheap Trick on YouTube.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Matt Khalil. He makes too much money. He makes a lot of money. I know. He can't pass block. He can't pass block that great. Good run blocker, right? Could Isn't that he? that kind of a,
1: you know, the tough part of this is, okay, you move him to right tackle, or something. probably a position he could handle. Uh, it doesn't appear that he is. I need an elite left tackle to wrap Ted in a warm, productive, soft cocoon. Cocoon. Those are not easy to come by. I, I realize that, guys. I know that I make your job difficult, but that's what the money's for. You need to go out and find Ted a, an elite left tackle. And and if you're you can't paying do us that, in
0: Miller High Life. And you end up drinking most If you of it. can't
1: do that, then you're going to have to buy your own Miller Highlight.
0: <laughs> it's all expired. We think you're probably getting it for free. It's
1: just. Uh, you know, one of your jobs is not to worry about where I get my beer from. True. That's not on your.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, you mentioned that this morning. It's so. Not, it's not these guys so don't, I don't grow I don't on know. trees. You know, it's not like you have a million different options. You have to keep no. him and move him. Some, I mean, mm-hmm. you gotta you got to move him to right tackle. You got, we need guys on the offensive line. You ah. already got rid of... If you're not going to have here. an elite
1: left tackle, then you better have an elite left guard. I need an elite center. Yep. I need an above-average right guard and a wonderful right tackle. Mm-hmm. You get you wrap in a cocoon, guys. Get this job done.
0: So toss? Or move?
1: I don't. Know. Move from left tackle. Or make all the other offensive line positions far above average.
0: So or toss and replace. So some of these guys, game. I think, could be coached up. I've mentioned this before. We just had hired Tony Sperano. You fired him and hired your friend, Irv, to run the offensive line. <laughs> Do you have confidence in Irv coaching, <laughs> <That's the visor. laughs> coaching him up?
1: <laughs> like Kiffin.
0: <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> you, he kind of looks like Kiffin, to be honest. He's got the curly hair. Sure, he looks like Kiffin. Sure. He does. Oh, I'm telling him that. I'm going to text him that. Anyways, okay, go ahead.
0: Is coaching going to be able to help some of these guys, the Matt Khalils of the world? Could you, uh, could you keep them there? they to
1: throw a long bomb every play. Okay. I'm just going <laughs> okay. to let you know about that.
0: So you're saying when the Tecmo Bowl came out, he was the Houston Oilers? Yeah, he was the long Haywood bomb Jeffries. guy. He wasn't playing Bo Jackson or...
1: No, Haywood Jeffries. He, he had the, the Oilers starter jacket, baby blue, uh-huh. red trim.
0: Adorable. We look pretty good on an Afghan. <laughs> Ideally, okay, so we're gonna we're gonna probably toss Matt Khalil, but mm-hmm. but for sure we're gonna move him, and we're gonna see what happens. And, and you're if all about. If you don't toss him, yeah, I need
1: alternatives.
0: You're, uh, you're all about alternatives. You got to have yep. competition in, in the. I'm not,
1: I'm not a dictator, guys. No, I give you, <laughs> I make you. I give you the tools so that you can succeed.
0: Yep, expired high life and rubber gloves. So next up is Brian Robison. Fan favorite, as you know. As a white guy, he is a fan favorite. Um been pretty successful, I think. Uh, what do you keep or toss?
1: Toss. Makes too much money. Kay. Getting long in the tooth. Um, he is not a he he was here before Zimmer got here. He's not one of Zimmer's hand picked drafted guys. Yep. Uh, I trust in Zim to find a Robison replacement, you know, fifth round or something and mold that guy into uh, even better than what Robison provides.
0: Well like I mean Hunter. Uh, Dan Hunter was solid That's my in, point. Yeah, I'm getting in at, yeah. I mean he probably played just a very small amount of snaps, but pretty promising. Robison
1: makes too much money, we need to use that money to for the cocoon.
0: Okay. Yep. Yep, the cocoon fund. Cocoon. Yep. Uh, Chad Greenway was expected to not play last year because he's old, ended up playing about half the time. I think most people th- think, and you're a smarter football mind than I, I'm just the janitor. I think he is known to have more or less held his mm-hmm. own. Right? And he's a good little insurance policy because uh, Tony Barr is pretty injury prone. Kendricks was just working his way in so he'll he'll be able to play you know most of the year next year. So keep her tossed Chad Greenway.
1: They don't ask that third linebacker to play a lot a ton of snaps. That said if Greenway wants to make any money at all, he's gone. We need the money for the cocoon. If he wants to come back for oh, the veteran minimum to be a, essentially a, uh, a glorified mascot. I'm fine with that. We've Anything got an opening because Ragnar's
0: still awesome. not around, so he could kind of be like yeah, a half. So
1: you could be that uh, a player mascot. Player mascot. You're in for that. Anything more than that, toss.
0: I think that's the role that like uh, uh, Clay Matthews is playing, right? A.J. Hawk, player mascot.
1: Yeah, they, uh, yes.
0: White guy with long hair. Drives the ladies wild. The the like the Blaine ladies, you know, the Coon Rapids ladies. Andover, yeah, Andover, and over, yeah. And over Yeah, yeah. Coon
1: Rapids is soaking wet in their-
0: <laughs> <laughs> and they're and their giant underwear. And they're, and they're, and they're <laughs> their Northtown special. Enormous Herburgers.
1: Soaking wet. Three pack. <laughs> Five gallon bucket full of oh God. <laughs> Ring out their giant underwear into a multiple five-gallon bucket. <laughs> wash your car with the
0: big damp tub.
1: You could wash mm-hmm. a greyhound bus.
0: With the Just one one swipe over the whole conversion van, like a chamois cloth. White conversion van because of the player mascot Chad Greenway. um Okay, that's a great... I mean, I totally understand all that. That's a, that's a very reasonable point of view. Uh, we have two I, more. I'm not an
1: unreasonable owner.
0: No, I... Or I GM. Owner slash GM, yeah. No, I think you're one of the best. There's only been you and Al Davis at this point, and I mean, top two. You're top two. Eyes down. Sorry. Uh, two more players. Uh, we're going to start out with one Adrian Peterson. Had a hell of a year. Uh, Pro Bowl, I believe, right? 1,400 yards or thereabouts. You know that we're just into sport effects around right here, so I would never actually tell you the specific number. Um, but, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, four, 14-ish feels right. Oh, what's money to me? I'm
1: I'm a billionaire.
0: Right. Well, not anymore. I mean, you spent every dime to build this team. And oh, but that was
1: a horrible decision. Yeah, you're that a billionaire.
0: Just, you're one of those, like, on paper, but you actually are still driving your, uh, your old like, Toyota God. Sienna 1994 light brown, bald-ass tires, (laughs) also driving the Coon Rapids ladies just right up a wall. (laughs) Really could not get enough. Just getting, like, boy band ass from the uh, Anoka ladies. What do you want to do with him?
1: Can't pass black. Makes too much money. We need that money for the cocoon.
0: Stonehands running
1: back, is embarrassing Stonehands This isn't. It's not 1986 anymore. No. Nope. Um, I I got Adrian. We're gonna put you on the block, and whatever we get for you, I, I think we can. I think we can talk someone into into giving us a second. And uh, you know, I appreciate you every, everything you did for the franchise, um, but we need to move on.
0: Jerry Jones has called and offered us uh, 75 Pepsi vending machines for the new stadium. Should we call them back, or what do you want to hold out for here? Is yes. it the
1: cool vending machines that has like, the robotic arm that reaches in and grabs the shit, or is it just the old-school drop-down cans?
0: Well, it's kind of a hybrid, so they spent a lot of their R&D funds on one of those... Create your own flavor sort of things, which is pretty cool. Uh, they didn't have enough for to actually pay for like a really good mechanism to get it in to a uh, into a, a cup. so it's just got this like spout thing up the top of it, so you just kind of have to open your mouth and get it squirted all over your face. That's it's called cool. a, it's called a Pepsi Bukaki vending machine. But that's it's
1: an even worse name.
0: On the plus side, was, on the plus the side, idea was
1: bad, and then they named it even. <laughs> who is in charge of this
0: stuff? <laughs> it's, I, some janitor for the Vikings. I don't know. Oh. I don't know who. I'm not going to name names. On the plus side, it is the flavor you chose. It, I don't know if that helps at all, mm-hmm. but like the flavor that hits you in the face and it's all over your face no, in like kind of that's... weird clumps. And it's really thick. It does taste like what you wanted it to taste like. So it's like lemon slash grape, if that's what you're, we don't judge if that's what you're into.
1: No, no, that's okay. I'll just get a regular one at a store.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. He didn't offer for any of those. So you're going to hold out for like a second rounder. Is that right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jerry, we're going to need the, we're going to need that
0: second rounder. Okay. Okay. Uh, th- I think that's fair. I would be okay with him uh, not being around next year. A lot more to running back than just running, guys. That's my. I'm gunning for that assistant GM job. Mm-hmm. Okay, last, and I think you would probably argue least, and I don't even want to go there. Um, it's the uh, it's the guy that you've had tied up behind us. Uh, his arms up, and he's been screaming bloody murder. And you've been whipping him every few minutes. His name is Blair Walsh. He's an actual human being and he's a pretty important part of our team. Can you explain to me, Josh checked back in. I can't even imagine what he's,
2: (laughs) I just checked back in for the Blair Walsh talk. Uh,
0: yeah, John, just go with what we're doing here and just pretend that you have.
2: I mean, I've been here all along. Okay, perfect.
0: Uh, So you've been whipping Blair Walsh mercilessly, as we've been discussing, uh, and I've been drinking my expired Miller High Lifes and uh, have my rubber cleaning gloves on. Keep or toss Blair Walsh?
1: (laughs) What do you think?
0: (laughs) Uh, He's gone. Completely gone. You're not even going to give him a chance to... No, he's gone. Because you you just can't do it. No, he's gone. Okay.
1: No, 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 player. You need
0: to leave. He's. You have him suspended above a pool with crocodiles in it. Can we at least let him down and exit nicely? I mean, his his family's waiting outside. They can.
1: There are no packs between men and lions. (laughs) Yes.
0: Okay. So.
1: I don't know where that came from, but no, no, drop him in the
0: alligators. So you've got uh, seven people to think about, and you have dismissed four of them. You've asked Matt Khalil to probably be moved or be coached up by your buddy Irv to be a good Mm -hmm. right tackle, and you are going to have some sort of, Face off fight to the death between Brian Robison and Chad Greenway to see which of the two will take the role of player slash mascot slash Coon Rapids panty wetter.
1: Yep, I'm washing Greyhound buses. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> this is a really good meeting. I think we got a lot done. I mean, we don't have any money to replace all these guys, but uh, you're decisive. I am. Yep. So now, firm,
1: firm and decisive. That's how money's made.
0: So now we need a new, just to fill out the roster. Even wide receiver, two offensive linemen, a defensive end, and a kicker, and a running back, and maybe a linebacker. Mm-hmm. So of those mm-hmm. seven positions, how I, are you just gonna like go seven for seven in the draft? You are, aren't you?
1: Free agency. Okay. And trades.
0: Yeah, wheeling and dealing. It's going to happen. You're going to go... First two rounds in the draft are going to be offensive linemen on Operation Cocoon. Cocoon. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. You're going to get a...
2: I'm also going
1: to... I'm going to scour the waiver wire, too. I, I don't... I think... There's probably not a GM in the league better than I am at uh, uncovering what I like to call diamonds in the rough.
0: Ooh, there's probably not any better either than uh, uh, just coming up with really awesome analogies like that at the top of your head.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: There, there are very few. Yeah. I mean, everybody knows Trent Kind of That's kind of so, a real thing.
1: waiver wire, trades, draft, free agency.
0: Yep. Just get in the film room and you understand some of these guys are on the practice teams of other teams that we know can play.
1: I got them in the algorithms and uh, metrics.
0: And you've had us taping all the practice squad practices of all the other teams immediately, Mm -hmm. right? And then I download them into algorithms. You download them into algorithms and then there's the output like csv files that then they're uploaded well, to, I'm to no, the cloud. I
1: give away look. You're, who do you work for here? <laughs> giving away all the secrets
0: <laughs> yeah, knucklehead. Sorry. Sorry, I didn't mean cloud. Uh, that was uh, that's our password. Our Password to the cloud is cloud. <laughs> <We're>
2: <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> You know, horrible <laughs> password. Why did <laughs> you say that? Was, that was just not good planning.
0: That was probably mistake number one.
2: We should never let Stu set the password for the cloud.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, boy. Um, okay. So Operation Cocoon and Operation Get Rid of Anybody Who Wasn't Great Last Year and mm-hmm. Operation Don't Trust a Kicker. Uh, we'll see what happens. I... I it's probably gonna work. I mean, I see no way it wouldn't work. Sixteen and zero. Sixteen and zero, baby. Where's the Where's the next Super Bowl? Do we have any idea?
2: Where is it next New year? Orleans? New York, right? Yeah, New York's next year. No, New York was like last year.
0: It's New oh, Orleans right.
2: next year. I think. What really?
0: Sixteen and zero, and on to i O. N-O. I'm oh. sorry. I'm sorry. I've i've been drinking
2: we can workshop that
0: it's been a long week uh we, we need to better. we need to get moving uh so i wanted to yeah, say we- one other thing about football that was a fun bit it lasted probably three times as long as it probably should have but
1: yeah john uh through our podcast as well i don't know brandon
2: how do you think we did without john
0: it was the super show gets uh, off the rails pretty quickly
2: that doesn't that doesn't sound like the sportive. We're an on task podcast. It gets off the right rails now, and like
0: in I would just say we shouldn't be left alone. <laughs> <laughs> just in well, general. It gets like disgusting and
2: I left and then I came back and you were talking about hanging Blair Walsh up by <laughs> his ankles and whipping him. So you agree. Yeah. That wasn't necessarily, when I when I came up with this Vikings topic, it wasn't necessarily where <laughs> I thought this was going to go.
0: Please don't ever leave us again.
2: But, you know. We're going to yeah. be
0: arrested next time. I mean, we're very <laughs> close already. I have a job, and I use my real name on this, and I'm just scared shitless at this point.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll, just, I'll leave for a half hour. And I'll come back and look out the window on my way back. Why are Brandon and Clarence outside the house? They're... <laughs> they they lit the garbage can on fire. Why? Do, why would they do that?
0: How did you get a hostage? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? That's my neighbor waving a teddy
2: around.
1: Before I forget, uh, your wild—you had a crazy wild theory. Does it oh. involve? Does it involve uh, Fifth deep <laughs> in the wife of a defenseman.
0: Yeah. No. Oh, no, God. that's not where I was going. That you owe me fifty bucks, Clarence. Son of a
2: bitch! All right,
0: what is what's the crazy? Well,
2: it does involve Eric Hollis. So I was watching. I was it watching does? the game the other night. The one the one that you were at, Clarence. Okay. They Dallas scored a power play goal. I think it was Patrick Eve scored this goal, hmm. and they showed the replay of the goal about four times. And during during this replay. It was just Eric Hollis standing completely still on the penalty kill, without moving either foot, just basic like he was tied to the ground in the in the right faceoff circle. And Patrick Eaves takes like two strides around him and is wide open. And so the announcers kept saying stuff like, "Oh, well, he's got to pick him up," and Hollis is not going to want to see that one again. And he just he's got to he's got to move his feet. He's got to do better. And I thought, now why? Eric Hall is a pretty good hockey player, and why would he have gotten lulled to sleep there when he knows what he has to do? And then I realized that every day when the Wild practices the penalty kill, they practice it against the Wild power play. (laughs) That's true. And if you're covering the Wild power play and you're on the left-hand side of the penalty kill, what you have to do is you just have to stand there while... Koivu or Gromland or whoever just stands there and stick handles a little bit and then passes to the suitor. Your entire job is just to try to get in between Ryan Suter and the net when you're killing a penalty against the Wild. Mm-hmm. So, that could theoretically bleed over into every aspect of the Wild game, especially when you're looking at a team that has so many old guys who are getting run down in the middle of February, who are just tired, and I gotta imagine when they're practicing... It's a lot of standing and a lot of grabbing, a lot of not really moving your feet a lot. And if you practice against that in day in and day out, all of a sudden, every team in the league starts looking real fast compared to your team. That was my crazy theory.
0: Hmm. Are you sure it didn't involve fisting? <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to get right to the fisting right. part?
2: I really can't leave you guys alone. Because <laughs> that's what we... It's
0: on my mind. I don't know. I,
2: that's what we concluded. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So I their power play is so
0: bad, they're making their own team's penalty kill bad. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I do good.
2: like your theory. They talk
1: about the, uh, the... You know, remember when the Vikings' offensive line was relatively good in the 90s? Like, they had a really, really good offensive line.
2: Yeah, except and for Todd Stucy taking 12 penalties
1: a game. Uh, set Stucy aside. If, think think if that were the Vikings' biggest problem right now, like Stucy yeah. going offside. If that were their biggest offensive line, I'd be doing backflips. That'd be amazing if that's all we had to make fun of yep. was Stucy going offside. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Their offensive line, mm-hmm. relatively speaking, was awesome back then. And they talk about the epic practices that they would have going against John Randall, because they had a Hall of Famer that they were going against every single day. That kind of plays into your, it's the opposite of your theory.
2: (laughs) Exactly. Okay, I like it.
1: I don't like it as much as the fisting theory. I'm going
0: to pull that audio out someday. (laughs) Take a half day tomorrow and figure out how to pull a certain audio clip (laughs) and then replay it every goddamn, I don't like it as much as the fisting. It's good, but, but it's not as good as the fisting. Did you get
1: it? I mean, I don't care. You use it how you want. Did you get it? I can re-say it if you'd like. I
0: it mark. <laughs> I'm going to use it as my outgoing voicemail. That was Brandon going to answer? I don't like it as much as the fisting. Boop! <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. Uh, Okay, I wanted to get to a quick Vikings thing, and then we should move on and do some quick hits. The Super Bowl odds have come out for next year, and obviously this is insane because trades for agency, a bunch of other things. Uh, Who knows? But do you want to guess where the Vikings are ranked? So not the actual odds, but where they're ranked and most likely to win the Super Bowl uh, next year.
2: I'm going to say the Vikings have the ninth-best odds to win the Super Bowl. I will say...
0: 11th. Well, you are both fucking idiots because it's 10th. (laughs) 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 Wow. Yeah. Yep. 18 to 1, which has them 10th. Uh, The teams ahead of them are who you'd expect. Uh, Seahawks, Patriots, and Steelers right now are, are at the top.
2: The All Steelers right. will always be 4-1 to win the Super Bowl, though. Because yeah, yeah. every Pittsburgh fan will just bet on them whenever they go to Vegas.
0: But what's yeah. insane is they immediately morphed into a defensive team to, like, the best offense in the league, so long as they're healthy, right? I mean, a bunch of the dudes were injured, but, like, Roethlisberger, Brown, Bryant, and Bell. That's mm-hmm. incredible. It's an unbelievable team. Um, so that's why they're up there. Packers... Cardinals, Bengals, and this is insane, but the Cowboys are also up there. Why? I mean, that's just the power of a good quarterback, you know. Twelve and four with Romo, I and mean, he's getting old too. But um,
2: it's gotta be. It's also gotta be the power of people wanting to bet on the Cowboys for some reason.
0: Totally possible. And then the Panthers and Broncos. Uh, the Broncos are are uh, well. This one looks like a little bit different length than previously, but the Broncos were almost even with the Vikings when I last saw and, but a lot of that was purely just because there's so much up in the air in terms of who's going to be their quarterback and what they're going to do, but it'll probably bounce Mm -hmm. up a lot higher after that. But uh, I mean, this is what worries me. This shows that I'm a Vikings fan is everything makes sense is setting up for them to be a powerhouse or a a really solid team for the next three to five years. You know, they've got really good talent on both sides, really young talent, uh, a really good coach, um, so something's gonna be bad something something really bad is gonna happen plane crash uh I don't know, but it's gonna be really bad. There's no way that they actually just end up being a pretty good team
1: I agree i am I share your concern
2: well this year, even this year they went that great they weren't that terrible and they made the playoffs and they still managed to have one of the more painful ends to a season i'm worried
1: they're not as talented as we think they are they are a well-coached team he's coached that you know he has gotten as much out of them as he can and this is their plateau this is their
2: ceiling are we talking about the wild or the vikings here The Vikings,
0: But, but I mean Harrison Smith is young Anthony Barr is young Kendricks is young Rhodes is young, uh, you know, Hunter's
2: have, young. Uh, had, I'm,
1: I'm concerned again That they're not quite as talented Collectively as we think they are Being so close to them And they are a product of the system And their coaching And uh, they're not going to get any better Through the draft because they have a Front office with limited Capability and capacity
0: Mentally and uh, this
1: is going to be as good as they are. They could even go backwards.
0: I guess. I just feel like they're talented defensively.
1: I'm worried about it. That's my worry.
0: I, I am too. I, but I was thinking I, more of like there will be uh like a staph infection will kill seven of them.
2: <laughs> yeah, something outlandish that has never happened before to any group of people. They're all fisting each other's wives.
0: There's just too much fisting. I'm and thinking like the... You know the germs monkey. involved with some of that sort of stuff. There'll be some... There'll be some health issues. There'll be some concerns coming out of there of like people come up from Mayo Clinic and then just like you see them on the sidewalks puking outside there. <laughs> like we've never seen this before. My God.
2: We should move yeah. on.
0: They're this all going to
2: have a disease that gets named after one of them. Vikings fisting disease. Yeah. Yeah. That's so I want
1: to very quick. You just reminded me of that. Uh, I was uh, Oh my God! at a restaurant in Rochester, Minnesota, one time, eating lunch at a... Uh, it was in the summertime. I was eating outdoors on uh, on the sidewalk, right outside the Mayo Clinic, right outside the front door of the, the clinic. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm facing towards the clinic, and this lady walked out the front door of the hospital, and a guy was... Have I told you this before? Maybe I have. Oh, the guy no. was riding his bicycle down the sidewalk, and he... Fucking smoked her, (laughs) just fucking full speed, Wham! (laughs) And it was, you know, it was like two blocks away, but I saw it happen. It's not like something where I could jump up and go and help her. All I, uh, there was like seven people that ran over and helped her before I even could. You
0: couldn't do anything at that point. Yeah, could
1: do nothing. But I didn't laugh. I just, I contemplated it, and I thought. In my head, because this is the goofy shit in my in my head, I I imagined like she had been in the hospital for like ten years, like <laughs> yes. some horrible yes. thing that she and she rehabbed, and there's like a music montage, and it yeah. took her forever, even just to learn how to walk, yeah. and finally today, after ten long grueling years.
2: Coma. She finally walked
1: out of the hospital the day she'd been dreaming of.
2: <laughs> she just threw open the doors, just door music.
1: <laughs> Fucking homeless Indian. So <laughs> <laughs> comes down so
0: the sidewalk, cracked up. <laughs> Plastic bags over his shoulders.
1: He's
2: you the sidewalk, <clears throat> the
1: busy <busiest> sidewalk. He's <laughs> <laughs> just full speed. <laughs> And now she's back at the hospital. She didn't make it three steps out the front door. <laughs>
0: Cancer wig <laughs> flies like nine blocks.
1: <laughs> and they just wheeled her right back in. Yep. They just her, they
0: Gladys, her I'll on take 107. Right Old room.
1: Oh, and now she's back in there for another 10 years.
0: Yep, yep.
1: Anyways, side, speaking of being sidetracked.
0: Perfect. That's a great sidetrack. Uh, okay, so quick hits. John, MN United, you got something for us?
2: And I'm I'm a little concerned. They they started their preseason practice about 2 weeks ago now, week and a half ago now. And they've also been signing a lot of different players and stuff. Um all of whom seem to be forwards or attacking midfielders. And I'm a little concerned because at this point they have about four defenders on the whole roster. And they How many do you need? You need Probably, you would like to have at least six good ones
0: They can have Chad Greenway And
2: Mike Wallace <laughs> And then after that, it's run and gun, baby I feel like Mike Wallace would be a decent soccer defender He's he going to be looking for jump. work Very athletic He's probably not going to get that 11.5 million that the Vikings owed him Well, they didn't really owe him In football, you don't owe anybody anything No, exactly He just cut him and move on yeah. <laughs> Terrible Never heard of him so, um, so I'm a, I'm a little concerned about their about their current setup. Now they got they got plenty of time before the season starts. The season doesn't start till April, but you'd like to see them making some more signings. What my hope is, um, over at over at Northern Pitch, um, my 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 good my good my close personal friend Brian Korsstad had a had a note that he talked to Major League Soccer and. I don't know how much you guys know about Major League Soccer. I'm going to go ahead and say not a lot. But it's ding, ding, it's, ding, set ding. Up, it's set up sort what of is like...
1: Major League Soccer?
2: Yeah, it's set up sort of like, let's say, an arena football league. Sort of a rinky-dink setup where technically every player is signed with the league, not with a specific team. Mm. Like, they sign their contracts with MLS and the- then... Technically, they're allocated to a team.
0: Because some guys weren't getting paid or something? What's that? Because some guys weren't getting paid. Isn't that the why they did that in other leagues?
2: No. they. Well, in, in other leagues, it's exactly for the reason they did it in Major League Soccer is because they want to control everything and not have teams technically competing with each other. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. So it it basically allows them to do the things that baseball owners got fined for in the 70s and the 80s, collusion. It's a legal way of doing that, which is stupid and terrible and awful and a whole bunch of other stuff, but what it means is that there's all of these crazy allocation rules in terms of... there. There is even a secret list. A secret list that nobody knows who you put on it. And if you want to bring a guy into the league that's not in the league already... You have to put him on your secret list, but if some other team had him on their secret list before you had him on their secret list, then they have priority on it. Now, you're going to say that sounds crazy, and you're right, it is crazy. But basically it means that it's difficult to get players onto your team without somebody else having first crack at them. Well, what what it turns out is that United is going to have, if the players are on their team this year, when they go to MLS, which is probably going to be next year, they will have first crack at having all those guys on their team, which means that this is an important year because if they want guys on their team for next year, they can have them on their team this year without without having to go through all the crazy player, player allocation rules. So my hope is that these defensive worries are because they're looking for guys who can be MLS defenders starting next year rather than just sort of stopgaps. Right now they're, one of their center backs is 35 years old, and another one is sort of a half of a defensive midfielder and half of a center back, and another one is 24 and doesn't have a lot of game experience under his belt. It's sort of a mishmash and a stopgap. They have two awfully good outside backs, but no backups whatsoever at any of those positions, so my hope is that they're looking for guys who will be on the MLS team.
0: Yeah, I share your yep. sentiment.
2: Yep. You, it's what we always say on the podcast. You want people who make the team younger and faster and more talent. And my hope is that they got some of those guys coming in.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's what we're, we're proud ageists, and we're proud. What is the thing where we hate slow people? Slow athletic, uh-huh. athletically slow. <laughs> we love that coach. Good save, Brox. And we do, love, we do love Carl Craig. Carl Craig, I was right. See, we talked about him pre-game, uh, pre-show, and we guessed his pre-show. name. And I got it right.
2: Carl Craig. we, Bravin. I'm proud of you.
0: I feel proud. Okay, so uh, more quick hits. Let's move on. Is that okay, John, for MN United? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I just want to
2: get some soccer. I, I want to sort of ease into the soccer talk, like just make it sort of a normal part of the podcast. And eventually you guys will sort of drift away and you get sort of sleep. I might be describing hypothermia, but... It's the same it's the same process that I want to
0: use. No, it's good. It's good. I want to hear more about it as well. I'm I'm making it my mission to get to at least one or two games uh this upcoming season. Perfect. So I wanna talk wolves. And I know you motherfuckers wanna do the crickets, but we're not gonna go wolves crickets because I, I wanna to 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 do game the crickets anymore. Last night. And John, while you were out, uh while you stepped out for a smoke, um, Clarence was talking about the his experience at a wild game, and I think it made perfect sense of hockey in particular if you really care about the ins and outs in game is so much better than than on television because you see what's happening when the camera might not be following and I think basketball is another perfect example of there's so much movement that happens off the ball or off the puck whatever you want whatever sport you're thinking about sure that it's super to me i I'm, it's becoming a lot more fun to go to games for that aspect more than like the fucking t shirt cannon and just getting sure. housed on beers or whatever like that's I mean so what do you I'm like what do you to, like work, to so. watch
2: when you're at the game do you like do you like to pick out one guy and sort of follow him around and see how he's what his movement's like and what he's doing and that kind of thing, or do you like to just sort of see the floor
0: somewhat but yeah, I think it's more about just the floor and understanding. You see in person that these guys are all working together a lot more than you think they are when when you're watching on TV for whatever reason. I I, I don't exactly know why, but and on TV and maybe just because there's you can't get the whole floor. Maybe it's as simple as the camera's not showing all 10 guys. But it always looks like there's like one or two guys actually doing something and a few guys standing around. And that is the case yeah. on some plays. You know. Um
2: But well, overall, you also I I saw your picture of where you were sitting. And you were close enough to see, you know, where is this guy looking, who is he looking at, even to the point of, what is this guy saying?
1: Exactly. Guy attendance
2: that I've, the attendance at their games I've
1: seen, you could just walk on the court and ask him, <laughs> personally, "What is? what are hey, you thinking Carl. here? <laughs> yeah. Tap him on the shoulder. No one's going to stop you.
0: You just say what it are, at a regular, like, in, an inside voice of like, hey, Wiggins. Good job. And he'll go, hey, thanks, dude. Thanks. Your thanks upper deck. for coming out. Appreciate that. Uh, yeah, attendance was fine last night. It wasn't terrible, but it was, uh, It, yeah, I mean, you could have come and sit down in the front. Wild games are not like that a lot, right? They're still basically packed? Yeah, uh, they have
1: announced 19,000.
2: Oh, but okay. I,
1: there was open seats. No, it was not. It was not packed.
2: Yeah, with Wild Games, when you announce a sellout, you're like, "Yeah, are a thousand people, thousand people in the bathroom right now?" At Wolves Games, if they announce a sellout, you're like, "Where are the other 13,000? Yo,
0: oh, for sure, it wasn't even half full, you know. But we always, because we joke about attendance is is terrible, and it is. But even ten thousand people showing up is still a lot of people, just generally speaking. So we were like, "Oh, well, let's just, you know." I live ten minutes from Target Center, so like yeah, just pick me up at six fifty or six twenty or whatever it's going to be, and we'll go and grab a quick beer. And like Hubert's was packed; I mean, it, you could barely find a seat. And we're just like, "What?" I thought that nobody came to. So, relatively speaking, they don't go to the games, but there is still a bunch of people downtown. Just FYI. Um yeah. But overall, you on a, on when you are watching on TV, you would never see a guy try to set a back screen and it not work out at all because the other he didn't try hard enough like that's just not part of the tv experience but you can see it in person and i would say the thing that was most surprising to me is one rubio is way better than he looks like when he's on tv because he knows exactly where everybody's supposed to be at every single moment and again uh clarence you were talking about Was it Vanek talking to Pominville of like, no, you go there and do that. See, that's what you should be doing. And Rubio is doing that on every single play, every single moment, offensively and defensively. It is is just very impressive for him to understand. In the middle of a play when he's got the best athletes in the world uh, trying to steal the ball from him, he's doing that. He's keeping the ball away from them and also telling this guy, set a pick for him and you're going to go over there, and then you're going to get it, and then you should be passing to that guy. And he's not – always that clear but you can tell he knows what's supposed to be happening and I'm biased because I like Rubio more than most people but that was that was really incredible and you see some of these other guys I love Shabazz um, and Levine and some of these and even Jang have no fucking clue where they're supposed to be or what they're supposed to be doing and it is just comical where Towns and Rubio will do a pick and roll and all of a sudden Shabazz is like standing right next to Rubio of like hey what's up should I? <laughs> did you want me to? Yeah, I should I not be next to you? Should I not be running down the court right next to you? It was just unbelievable. Like I understand, I—I I mean, I don't, but in a way, I under. And every time I'd look over at Sam Mitchell and he's just like flailing his arms, and like you know, just so upset. <laughs> and I—I I get it. It's got to be really frustrating. But so beyond but Rubio being amazing, that's the
2: thing about Sam Mitchell. He's not wrong about. Wiggins and Levine and Muhammad and all these guys not having a high basketball IQ and not knowing what to do, he he can he can be right about that and right about the need to coach that into people, while also being a bad head coach. Exactly.
0: Yeah, just he's Those more of a micromanager than he is just a bad whatever. Yeah. Um, so I would say Rubio being just incredibly smart uh, in general was was incredible to see. The young guys not knowing what they're doing was incredible. And then number three is that Towns is I can't even tell you how amazing he's going to be because he made a bunch of kind of rookie I guess you could call them mistakes of like not setting a screen right or trying to cheat on a defender or whatever. And he's so good. We saw him like, oh Towns, you forgot to set that screen and then like somehow the ball get to him and he'd like just dunk on a dude. Like oh fuck it. It's okay. I don't need to be doing those things that are usually really important fundamentally. Um, So, again, as a Minnesota fan, I'm pretty sure he's going to be hit by a bus soon. Like, we do not deserve how fucking good this guy is already and is going to be. He's like Tim Duncan but three years younger. It's incredible how good he is.
1: New era. It's The Wolves, they're going to be awesome. You're going to get everything that you want.
0: Don't you... Don't do not do this to me.
1: It's the dawn of a new era. Adam Silver rode in on his beautiful white steed. Steed. Ushered in. New era.
0: Yeah, I want that to be true. I choose to believe you. Good. Um, John, can you make a comment about the Wolves for 30 seconds while I go uh, run, and I'll be right back?
2: Yeah. Is Brandon going to get more beer? You know, I'm fine with that. The thing the thing about the Wolves that kind of made me laugh was they, they beat Toronto last night, and as it turns out, Toronto's good, which is as surprising to me as it is to anyone else in the world, because you think of Toronto as a team that is perennially a 37-win team, which in the Eastern Conference means they're the sixth seed, but even so... So, Toronto apparently won 14-15, and I read the story in the paper this morning, I didn't see the game yesterday, but the story was very much based on, well, KG is old, and Tayshon Prince was at Chauncey Billups Jersey Retirement in Detroit, because that seems like the kind of thing that an active player should be doing, is just going to hang out with his old buddies from the 2004 championship team. So, the, the line from Jerry Zagoda in the paper was something along the lines of, so they played the lineup that everybody's been waiting to see. And it's like, why why hasn't that happened before now? The the lineup being Rubio and Levine and Wiggins and Towns and I don't know who the fifth guy was. Gargi Bang or somebody. Gargi might Jack. have been Greg Ritos. And why, at this point, why would you not play that lineup all the time? I don't see that they're bad together. Obviously, our, our good friend Mike Rand looked into the stats and noticed that KG is part of the Wolves' best units, which is not surprising because KG knows how to play basketball. And as Brandon was just saying, several of the players I just mentioned don't really know what they're doing yet. But Very
0: true, yes.
2: At this point, the Wolves are 17 and 40 or something like that. Why not just Why not just play the young guys? That's my question.
0: Clarence, do you want to take that? <laughs> <laughs> uh no, I I I don't know. I mean I think he's just thinking specifically of I want to w- play the guys who work hard in practice and I want to play the guys who fundamentally know and then know the game and then the young guys can watch them and and learn about basketball while watching versus doing and you know i'm sure there's a i'm sure that's valid um but yeah i mean they also not only have they are these the young guys but they've also been doing really well so i can see why they i'm hoping he sticks with with this lineup a little bit more because uh, it is a good balance uh, i still don't love levine or jeng but but, uh, they're young and it's good to, I mean, Jenk's not that young, but, but it's, uh, it's a good how line old is running out there.
2: How old is Greg Doritos? Is he like 26? Is I think he, he was
0: 23 guys? as a rookie. So yeah, I think he's probably 26 now. Ufta. Yeah.
2: Yep. Whereas Towns is like still 14 years old or whatever. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Okay. Should we keep moving? We're, uh, yeah, we're already over it. time. Um, Clarence, did you want to talk about... I know that you're a really big uh, historian regarding the Super Bowl halftime show. And mm-hmm. this year was uh, something called Coldplay. Coldplay. And then Bruno Mars, who played the same song he's been playing for like 15 years now. And then Beyonce. And we love Bey, as, as the kids call her. She's like the queen. Can do no wrong. Um... And you just wanted to sort of sing her praises, I believe, which is great. We will always want to give you space to do that.
1: Do I want to talk about any of this? No, not really. Do I want to talk about anything that we talk about? No. No. No, not especially. No. But I will. Because you asked me to. I did. Um, Coldplay, you know, they're not, they're not my cup of tea. Um, that The new song they got will get me... You know, a little antsy in my pantsy. I'll dance around to that a little bit. But All right. But for the most part, they're not, they're not, I don't like a ton of their songs. But they, uh, you know, they write their own songs. Guys play instruments, their own instruments. That They have a certain level of talent that can't be denied. Um, Bruno Mars also isn't really for me. Um Uptown Funk is a good song. I like that song. It's old and played a ton, but mm-hmm. uh, it's
0: fine. So you don't um, you're not a, a huge dumb. fan of uh, Four Foot Tall Cocaine Addicts?
2: Not. Bruno Mars is a cocaine addict?
0: Well, I think he's been arrested a couple times. He wears sunglasses everywhere. I mean, come on. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah, what yeah, he but... does in
1: his own time is fine. <laughs> you know he little little fucker can dance.
0: He is good. This guy
1: can dance. He's a Incredible dancer. He uh, great singer.
0: He, he should sing. be the
1: great singer.
0: Halftime until he well, dies. Was like like last he should be. Year.
2: He should be it every year. Like that. No, Prince should be the halftime every year. He plays like a billion instrument.
1: He writes all his own songs. I I have to respect that. He is a very talented person. Even if the songs he has aren't my cup of tea, I can respect that. Now Beyonce.
2: Can I can I stop you for just a second, on Please, Bruno because Mars. We're all going to get. I want it. I I wanted to find out whether he had been arrested for a cocaine, so I went to Wikipedia. You know what Bruno Mars's real name is? It's like it's like Jim Schwartzman or something. <laughs> it's it's Peter Jean Hernandez, <laughs> <laughs> Peter Hernandez, and Pete? he grew up in Hawaii impersonating
0: celebrities right and that was like his deal to get money and he i mean he really is you're you're right he's like the most talented but he really is essentially just impersonating michael jackson and, yeah. and a bunch of others at all times which is fine because he's yeah. very talented so beyonce mm. it
2: brings us to beyonce yeah
0: peter uh, nantes and now Beyonce. peter Nendez and now queen bay yep
2: from that
1: little uh from that little Filipino lesbian to <laughs> Beyonce, she, she you know, she's beautiful. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll give her that. There's tens of thousands of beautiful women.
0: As beautiful America. as Beyonce, tens of thousands of beautiful women. And I love them all. Sure. Uh, most she, most uh, are from Minoka.
1: She can't sing. Oh. She she can't particularly dance.
0: Oh my god.
1: She you know she stomps around like a fucking Clydesdale <laughs> up there. They gave her, like, maybe 10 seconds to dance, and she fell. <laughs> like, they gave her, like, three moves to do, and she fell on one of the three moves. Um,
0: the turf was all it, tore up. She
1: can't play an instrument with any acumen if she can. She doesn't like me as chopsticks or whatever. Um, and she doesn't write her own songs. Oh my it, God. If they put her name on it, it doesn't mean shit. But that doesn't mean she, she doesn't write her own songs. Oh so what, I don't, yeah, she's easy on the eyes, but I don't, what, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. I don't mm. get the, why she, like you say, she's the queen. But where is the, uh, mm. yeah, she's, she's good to look at. But where's the rest? There's something more Oh my I'm God. missing. What am I missing?
2: Well, I uh,
0: I wasn't sure which direction you were going to go with this old well, Beyonce kind of deal. I think
1: I was going to go.
0: So I, I, don't have, I don't have my research in front of me here on, on defending her. When in doubt, and this is a life rule that I have, and I'm, I've probably shared it plenty of times, trust the experts. And all the smart people give her her due. She's Queen Bey. So if she's who some are sort of hollow Well, the the people that are I'm sorry to sound like Cosby. Well the people that are on the internet with the pudding pops and the fistings and the what nuts.
1: true <laughs> hip <laughs> Yeah.
0: With the trickeries and the that's all it was, baby. Uh um, so who were
1: who were the smart
0: people? It's like the, the smart people on the internet that know music. I feel like we would have known by now if she wasn't an unbelievably talented person. I, I'm, so I mean, she talent? danced on the the field with heels on.
1: She was on stage cool. and fell.
0: It's, it was slippery, baby. Slick. All the snot coming out of Bruno Mars's nose. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The coke problem?
0: I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm gonna get fired. Okay. Well, I'm gonna follow up with you.
2: you,
0: you I'm gonna follow up with free you on my point of view.
2: With the smart we're just gonna right? we're gonna go off air. We're gonna have Liz Welly call you. I'm gonna give. Uh, what we're gonna do is like if you're calling somebody. Who's on? Who you're interviewing from a different city? You'll like call the team's PR guy, and the PR guy will be like, "Hey, I have this guy for you," and he'll hand the phone. Yep. So that you don't have that person's number. That's what I'm going to do. I'm gonna I'm gonna meet up with Liz Welly and be like, "Hey, I got Clarence down for you," and I'm gonna hand her the phone.
1: If I were afraid can... of having an opinion that would cause her to yell at me, I would have stopped talking.
2: Yeah, you you would no, no. longer have a Twitter account.
1: She there's nothing that we agree on.
0: Liz Welly and Amanda White and all of our other gal pal friends are going to need to be in straitjackets to keep themselves from clawing your eyes out. They're
1: going to have to get over it because I ain't, I ain't changing my
0: mind. My sense is that Beyonce is an incredibly talented musician and she's not gotten to where she's gotten because she's in beautiful. In what sense?
1: Slip the, I'm opening the window. My ears are open.
0: My sense is, is that because
1: she doesn't write, she doesn't play an instrument, she can't sing.
0: I think she likely does all of those things. And she has a great voice, by the way. Like, that's ridiculous to say that she's not a good singer. She's an unbelievably good singer.
1: Warbles like a fucking injured bird up on one of my gutters.
0: Those are some pretty talented birds. That's all I'm saying. I think she's got a great voice. And I think that when you hear doesn't write, doesn't play an instrument. I mean, people said this shit about Michael Jackson. Like she just knows music. And what I think she probably he, does it the same way.
1: But he writes.
0: Okay. Well, I think she he also writes. Think. But again, I don't have my Beyonce uh, folder in front of me. It's in the basement. In my, It's in my room. It's in my nightstand. Talk together. It's, it's none of your business. It's in my nightstand underneath the... It's in the folder labeled business things. Business stuff. <laughs> business. My eyes only.
1: So that would be the worst label to try to hide anything.
0: Business, business stuff.
1: stuff.
0: Guy stuff. So, don't look, bills, etc. Fantasy football research—that'd probably be the best. Not thing.
1: parentheses,
0: not porn. Definitely, just fantasy football research, not pornography. It's in that okay. folder, and I'll get to it, and we'll, we'll and I'll get back to you.
1: All right, I'm retaining an open mind. All I ask is that.
2: Yeah, I'm sure the you are.
1: Be supporters.
2: I want to mention that Stew wanted us to know that Beyonce went to high school with the late comedian Harris Whittles. Mm-hmm. He did. He wanted tight, everyone yeah. to know that. Yeah. That's not a sport of fact. That's a real fact. That's you wanted, fact. you wanted everyone to know.
0: Okay. We need to wrap this up immediately. I wanted to do a, a J hole roundup wrap up from my weekend. Oh, no. Um, and I'm not going to talk about no, it much cause we're already so late. I was at a bachelor party, Jackson hole, mm-hmm. Wyoming. I just want to say number one, Jackson Hole is really annoying to get to, but it's an unbelievably cool city. Mm-hmm. It's got great skiing and it's a small town and they've got just these unbelievable restaurants and it's this old school, like super old school, actual cowboys hanging out sort of deal. It's kind of, you know, it's one of those places that has kind of turned into rich people uh, central a little bit, but oh, it's no. also really quiet and, and you can do your own thing and there's some pretty fun bars and all that. So, very underrated place, Jackson Hole, Wyoming. I it's my second tell. time. Love it. Uh, My
1: aunt was a witch at one of those restaurants.
0: Oh, cool. Cool. Love love that town. Is she still there? No. Okay. So no apologies needed from me. Um, The second thing is I just wanted to point out how much better bachelor parties are in your 30s as opposed to your 20s. I used to Mm. to get really nervous about, am I going to survive And what kind of fights am I going to get into and how many stupid strip clubs are we going to have to go to that I'm going to regret and all that. And in your 30s, none of that really happens anymore. I mean, if it happens, it's because you legitimately want it to happen and not because you think this is how a bachelor party is supposed to go. Um, It'd be a good conversation to think about what other things are are objectively demonstrably better in your 30s and your 20s, but for me that's number 1 on the list. I lo- I love bachelor parties now because they're so much more relaxed and you can do what you want to do. And I didn't feel I felt a lot more pressure back when there was, you know, fucking party bus and shots and whatever else and it's not really that way anymore necessarily. So, uh it was one of those grown-up bachelor parties and there's really no better way to spend a weekend as far as I'm concerned. So,
2: the end. Boy, I have nothing to contribute. I would,
1: I'd like to have more time to flesh that out.
0: Maybe but next week. For our new listeners, come back next week and we'll talk about other things that are better in your 30s than your 20s. And we'll ideally say a lot less incriminating, dangerous, risky, inappropriate, possibly illegal, slanderous things. Maybe. I promise no. Maybe. It's... Maybe.
2: Before we go, I want to know if Clarence has a place that I absolutely need to eat in Cambridge, Minnesota.
1: Hmm. No, I don't. I do not. Uh, there is a bar. I never know the names of roads when I get up there. Like Side like of the fourth, road, fourth two street? blocks east of the main drag. Uh...
0: I Santy Cafe. It's got
1: like a, pic, a signed picture of the guy that had the nail in his head in Happy Gilmore.
2: <laughs> Jaws?
1: Oh, fuck. What's the name? You know the big guy with the angular face?
2: Yep. Jaws from the James Wan movies. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> yes, that guy. Whatever
2: his name is, he signed it on a picture. And you can count on me waiting for you <laughs> in the parking that's lot. The, that's Good the stuff. guy. Yes. Good stuff. Uh Go there. Go there. Okay. That's all I got. Go to the place with a picture of Jaws. Stop at the gas station. The and ask them. They'll know what you're talking about. Fair enough.
0: All right, we're past 90 minutes. This is bullshit. We got to go. Goodbye. We Bye. all love you, and we can't wait to see you and talk to you again. See you. Bye. Bye.